Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Scorpio season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign, and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. Along with your horoscope, please make sure to take a listen to Depth Perception, the Embodied Astrology episode for Scorpio season, where you can learn much more about Scorpio as an energy in your chart and how to understand and work with it. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Finally, if you're in the Minneapolis area, please join me on November 11th for a very special event at The Future, where I'll be hosting an astrology dinner party to celebrate the Taurus full moon and explore some of the deeper themes of Mercury's retrograde. This is a super fun and creative way to learn more about astrology, and I'd love to meet you there. There's limited attendance, so if you're interested, please make sure to register soon, because spaces will fill up. You can find more information on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the Play and Learn section under Live Events, or from the link in my Instagram bio, at embodiedastrology. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I'll be right back with you with your horoscope. Hello, Cancer Sun and Cancer Rising. This horoscope is for you. This is your month ahead audio horoscope for Scorpio season, which is the span of time between October 23rd and November 22nd in 2019. As I mentioned in the introduction, please do listen to the extended episode for Scorpio from Embodied Astrology. In that episode, I go in depth into the depth of Scorpio in the body, in our physiology, in our mind-body connections, in our relationships, and I offer a lot of um, suggestions for accessing this energy and for working with it throughout the month and in general. Um, so please do listen to that. Scorpio is an important sign for you. It is another water sign and therefore it's a sign that tells you something about yourself. And for you as a Cancerian, Scorpio rules what's called the solar fifth house. And this is a place that has to do with your self-expression, your most authentic self in how you um, might feel or know or express yourself from your pure essence, if you want to think of um, of kind of your your most uh, undiluted, unpolluted, innocent, glorious self, um, 
this is the part of the chart that really speaks about your heart, about your enthusiasm, about your joy, your passion, your creativity. There's a lot of information in this part of the chart about erotic energy. Um, Scorpio is a sign that is very much associated to eroticism, particularly passionate or sexual eroticism. The fifth house has more to do with a kind of creative erotic energy that isn't necessarily um, about sexuality, but isn't also not about sexuality. This is kind of a, a creative erotic energy that exists in life, exists within um, this earthly sphere and this uh, manifest reality where pretty much everything on earth is... Um, you know, everything that's natural is the result of sex in one form or another. And so in this part of the chart, we have information about the ways that you um, combine and metabolize energy and how what you take in um, gets kind of uh, absorbed in your being and then comes out as a unique expression. So in the fifth house, there's information about your joys. And your joys can include anything that really brings you into a state of expansiveness, into a state of play, whenever you kind of lose track of psychological time, or it feels like you get absorbed in um, some kind of uh, delight, <laughs> hopefully. Um, this part of the chart has a lot to do with the childlike essence and your inner child, as well as your children, if you have children. Um, in this part of the chart, we also find information about your romances and um, the experiences that you have in playfulness with other people. And then finally, this is a very important part of the chart for those of you who are creatives. Um, if you're an artist, dancer, performer, or, you know, scientist or mathematician or anybody who's doing something that is inherently creative, which is um, really a state of play. It's a state of curiosity and awe and delight and a, a kind of adventure or exploring kind of quality. So over the course of the next 30 days, the sun is bringing its emphasis into this part of your chart, asking you to kind of um, enliven this part of your being. But there's a lot that's going on over the course of Scorpio season that is bringing additional e emphasis here. And I'm going to uh, go through some of these events now. So the first thing that's coming up is on October 27th, we have a new moon in Scorpio. And as you might know, the new moon is always both the ending and the beginning of a new cycle. This is the ending of a cycle that began 12 months ago at last year's new moon in Scorpio and the beginning of a cycle that will end uh, 12 months from now at next year's new moon in, in Scorpio. So consider your development right now and consider where you are in the trajectory of your experiences, especially as they have to do with your erotic, playful, creative, childlike energy, and what you know about this part of your being, what you're exploring about this part of your being, and what your intentions are for the next 12 months. This particular new moon is bringing a lot of change energy with it, and for you, these changes specifically have to do with how you might understand your unique qualities um, 
and their value within a group or within a, a kind of larger social experience, as well as how you might understand how your social experiences or your places within groups can influence or bring out your unique qualities and what that dynamic is between you as an independent, creative, expressive being and those around you who are receiving your expressions or who are some somehow impacted or influenced by them and or co-creating them with you. Um, make sure to check back in with me, of course, uh, on the new moon. I always offer some way to, to honor the lunar cycles. On October 31st, Mercury will turn retrograde pretty much at the end of Scorpio. And over the next couple of weeks, it will retrograde back to pretty much the middle of the sign. So we have Mercury retrograde about three times a year, and any time that Mercury is retrograde, this is a period of time that is best used for reflection. In fact, all of the RE prefix words are good things to practice during a Mercury retrograde cycle. We want to remain with issues for a while. We might need to research them. We might need to reconsider or renegotiate the terms of something. There is a kind of quality of... Um, as I said, a reflective uh, quality during this period of time where the mind or the cognitive processes, which Mercury is a planetary symbol of, are not moving in a forward direction. We have more of an inward looking kind of um, energy or reflective energy. So when Mercury is retrograde in the sign of Scorpio, and Scorpio is a quality that has a lot to do with our deep feelings, our emotional attachments, and a kind of intensity. And then for you in this part of your chart that has so much to do with your authentic expression, this would be a really good time for you to think about the ways that you might um, feel kind of constrained or have uh, boxed yourself in when it comes to your authentic expression, when it comes to belief in your creative abilities, when it comes to your or romantic or erotic nature and how you want to be expressing yourself in more authentic ways in the future. You're renegotiating something right now and you are um, kind of needing to turn your gaze inward to, re to reflect on this part of your life and what it is that you want to be creating. And again, how your creations are um, moving out into the world. Now, if you have doubts, insecurities, um, kind of deep attachments to what the out outcomes of your expressions are going to be, then these are, are issues that you're going to want to be taking a look at, as well as just the nature of your own desire. So Mercury will be retrograde through November 20th. And of course, you've probably heard all the things about Mercury retrograde, like communication breakdowns, technology failures, etc. And yes, those things happen and they um, are particularly acute or tend to be um, most acute on the days of and around Mercury station retrograde or direct. So Mercury stations retrograde on the 31st, as I said, so from the 28th until November 2nd or so, try and just build into your expectations that those days are gonna be kind of weird, give room for yourself and others to be late. Um, and if things go wonky or haywire, try not to get too uh, fussed about it and just let yourself go with the flow. 
On November 1st, the planet Venus will move into the sign Sagittarius. Sagittarius for you rules your solar sixth house. This is the place in the chart that has to do with your day-to-day -day schedule, your responsibilities, your chores, your jobs. Um, and so this is not quite the same as your career, but literally it's your labor, what it is that you are showing up to do, the tasks that you are responsible for. And this part of the chart also has um, a lot to do with your health and your general well-being. Now, Venus is a benefic and generous influence when it moves into a sign, it brings a kind of expansive, lovely quality to that sign. Over the course of the next month or so, Venus will be in Sagittarius until November 26th. This is a wonderful time to enjoy taking care of your body, to being in your body, to getting to move around, um, taking care again of your general well-being, and that includes your psychological, spiritual, mental, and emotional health, as well as your physical health. This is a great time to bring enthusiasm and beauty into your jobs and into your labor, and might be a time when you're connecting well with co-workers or with people who um, you're kind of sharing habitat with or uh, caring for an environment together. On November 11th, the Sun and Mercury come together for what's called their inferior conjunction. And this is an important moment in the Mercury retrograde cycle that implies a time when we remember something or have a particular kind of awareness around qualities or messages that are important in the Mercury retrograde cycle. So keep a notebook around um, and just take note of what's arising for you around the 11th. Um, these might be important ideas that you wanna come back to later. Now the next day on November 12th, we have a full moon in the sign Taurus. Taurus is Scorpio's opposite sign and a full moon is always illuminating the polarity between two signs. So for this full moon, the polarity or the axis between your creative expression, your erotic energy, your playfulness, your vitality, as exemplified by the fifth house and the place where the sun is right now, is getting illuminated um, by the 11th house. And the 11th house is where we find information about your social groups, about the kind of greater social experience that you're a part of, where you project judgment onto yourself when we're thinking about your authentic expression and how you're um, worried or hopeful that other people will perceive and receive what you're offering. This is also a place where we find information about your hopes and worries for the future in general. So this full moon might illuminate some kinds of projects for you, some long-term ideas that you've been working on. The aspects surrounding this full moon are generally helpful. There's a lot of buoyant energy with this full moon that could bring about jumps in or, or big leaps in your awareness awareness of, uh, again, how you're using your energy, how it's being received by others, how you want to think about your process or your priorities, again, in more of a long-term way. Um, this is a good full moon for understanding your dynamics with other people, and that could include partners, collaborators, friends, uh, and how those dynamics are playing into your understanding of what it is that you have to offer, and again, into your projections of how these offerings are being received in a larger sense. On November 11th, uh, excuse me, November 18th, Mars will move into Scorpio and Mars will transit Scorpio until January 3rd. 
Wherever Mars is, it's bringing increased energy and heat. Uh, Mars's influence can give us more willpower, more desire to assert ourselves in these particular areas of life. There can also be an inflammatory or aggressive kind of effect of this planetary transit as well. So Mars is joining the sun in the sign Scorpio in your solar fifth house. This is bringing a lot of energy for your authentic, creative, unique expressions, as well as to your erotic energy this is a really fun time to um, be engaging romantically engaging uh, creatively or erotically whether or not that's romantic or sexual with friends and partners this is a wonderful time to be engaging with yourself and with your own vital creative force and channeling it into the world on November 20th, Mercury will station direct. So just uh, another reminder that the days of and around the station tend to be the wonkiest and the weirdest of the retrograde cycle. So from November 18th till the 22nd or so, just plan it in your calendar that things just might um, get a little off track. Um, Mercury will now pick up speed and recover terrain that it had returned to in its retrograde. And that means that this is the third time that Mercury is passing uh, through the same place in the sky from our point of view here on Earth. And this period of time is called the shadow period. This is a really good time to reflect back on any new ideas that you had during Mercury retrograde cycle, and this would be a great time to start to implement some of those ideas. Now, if you have important decisions to make that have long-term consequences, contracts to sign, etc., it's typically um, advised to not make those decisions during Mercury's retrograde, definitely not on the days of its station retro uh, retrograde or direct, but then as the shadow completes the closer you get to the end of the shadow, the more supported you are to start to formalize and put uh, into action your plans. And so the shadow ends on December 7th. And if you have any really important decisions to make, and if you have the luxury to wait until that second week of December, uh, I would advise it just to make sure that you're working with Mercury on your side. And then on November 22nd, the sun will move into Sagittarius and Sagittarius season will begin. I'll be back with you then with your Sagittarius month ahead. If you'd like more information on this month's astrology, please become a subscriber. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month. And in exchange for your subscription, you get an extended monthly forecast. And that includes an audio recording and downloadable PDF calendar so that you can work uh, more in tune with astrology as it happens in those uh, offerings, you get breakdowns of all of the planetary transits and lunar cycles, much more than I mentioned just here. All right, well, I hope that this horoscope serves you well and wishing you all the best in Scorpio season and beyond. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now.